The best minds in the business are ready to have their say. Ready, gates back and they're racing. This is Saturday morning's must-listen format. This is the RSN Racing Panel. And five past eight. Good morning. We've got a huge day today with the Cranbourne Cup Day. David Gately, Mark Hunter and Dean Lester joining me. Jamie Rogers from the tab. Dino, good morning. Good morning, Sean. It's just one of those days, Cranbourne Cup Day, that uh, I keep saying the locals love to win it, don't they? They certainly do, and they've got a good record in it. And uh, it's the second year it's been run on a Saturday as a metropolitan meeting. And uh, it's been well received and a uh, lot better conditions this year than last. So looking forward to the day. Been some great trainers from Cranbourne over the years, wasn't it? Talking to Cindy Alderson early, earlier on and uh, her dad, Con, winning back in 92 with Big Baron. Yeah, Big Baron winning in 92. I remember uh, Cyril Beachy winning with Latin Rule in the late 80s, about 87. And uh, they were you know, the iconic trainers when I was growing up in Cranbourne. And uh, they certainly got their name on the honour roll. All right. Now we've got uh, David Gately joining us as well. Morning, Gator. Hello, Cozzy. Where are you today? You out on the bike or running? or? No, no, very quiet day, mate. I've got the uh, half Ironman tomorrow. So um, that will keep me out of trouble tonight. Half Ironman, how far do you run for that? Uh, it's a half marathon, 90k bike, 2k swim, so I'm not overly motivated, but I guess we'll do it. <laughs> All right, good on you. <laughs> Mark Hunter, I'd get out of breath making coffee. How do you feel about Gator and what he's up to? Morning, Sean. Yeah, I think I remember the days when I used to be able to run and be relatively fit, but they were a long, long time ago. All right, and how do you see the Cranbourne meeting today? I don't see a lot of value. Uh, I think a few favourites are going to be very hard to beat, but I... It looks okay for the punters, just not a lot of value, so we, we have to get it right. All right. Now, Jamie Rogers joins us from the tab. Morning, Jamie. Good morning, Cosy. I just had a little chuckle about Gator's half marathon tomorrow. Gator, I went for a half an hour run and nearly had a heart attack. So good luck tomorrow. Cosy, um, it's been really interesting watching where the support's coming through for today's Cranbourne meeting. And uh, the best-backed runners at this stage is race three, number one, in Port Phillip and race four, number four, in Greece. And for anyone that's having a bet at Newcastle, race three, number two, short shorts, has seen a lot of support, as has race six, number seven, in Global Osbrey. All right, let's have a look at the first here today. This is the two-year-old plate. Yeah, so this is one that I've been watching this, and it's not surprising with two-year-olds. There's only one runner in this race that's had a start, and that is the horse that's seeing some support. So there's been hardly any interest, and we'll start with the one in Doubting Eye that is $4.40 and has remained solid at that price. Parade Ground, the three, at $8.50. Now, Roussillon is the second best in the market at $3.70, but... As I mentioned, it hasn't seen any support. So it's Sailor's Run, the five, that has been the best-backed runner in this race and opened up at double figures at $15 and has just been continuing to firm in off the back of that, now into 12. And the favourite is the nine in Remedies. And she's just been drifting, $3.10. She's now out to $3.20. But I think, Cosy, a lot of our customers are sitting back and waiting to see what happens mm. in this one. All right. Now, Dina, is this a bit of a mystery? Well, we've seen them all, Cozzy, but uh, lining them up to the next challenge. Uh, I think uh, it'll be a good race for the Godolphin team. They've gang-tackled it for a start. They've got the numbers. They've got three of the eight. And I think uh, two of them uh, I'm interested in, Remedies and Roussillon. Uh, Remedies, I thought uh, they all went to Packenham and jumped out through the week, and I thought Remedies maybe looked the sharpest. But uh, with, their, with no great conviction, Roussillon looked quite a nice horse. And 
jumped out with Heuristic, who'd run a placing in the debutant stakes and had race experience, so at least you're getting some guide there. Doubting Eye trialled okay at uh, Cranbourne, then went to Sydney and had an official trial, obviously maybe with an eye to the Golden Gift and wasn't quite uh, up to that, so it's back here. Uh, quite green, but I think will be quite strong. And Sailor's Run, the one with race experience, looks uh, as that might lead here and give a sight. Maybe the drier track will help it as well. Uh, but I've put them in 9, 4, 1 and 5. All right, Gator, how do you see these? Yeah, look, not much more to add. Uh, as, as Dino's reference, they all sort of jumped out together, really similar times. And none of the Godolphin uh, Trumvirant were, were under any sort of pressure either. So uh, beauty's in the eye of the um, beholder as far as which way you want to go. For the record, um, I, I went with Remedies over Resilient, who did go 0.3 faster in, in uh, his heat. Doubting I was tardy in that Sydney trial, found the line very, very new, as, as again, as Dino's referenced, and there's parade ground, so 9413. OK, 9413 from Gator, Mark Hunter. Exactly the same as Gator. Sean, 9413, I thought number nine remedies might have been the best of the Godolphin trialers. They both look like they've got speed to race handy, which is a bonus here in these two-year-old races at Cranbourne, so we'll go remedies to come across and win to beat four. Rishion, who's trial well, so it's speed, going to be there for a long way. One doubting eye probably settles behind them and pokes her inside and three parade ground. We'll get back and need further, but certainly looks by its trials like it's going to be half decent when it gets over ground. Nine, four, one and three. All right, Dino, nine, four, one, five. Gator and Mark Hunter both nine, four, one and three on race one the other day, the two-year-old. Race two, here's the Cranman Classic over 2025. Where's the money here, Jamie? Well, Cosy, we have a very popular favourite in this race. So there's three runners under double-figure prices. And we'll start with the one in Skiffios, who was $4.20, now out to $5.50. And the favourite is the two in Dunkel, who's been very well-supported. $1.85 now into $1.75. And that third runner that's in the single-figure price is the five. He's the legend that's also seen some support, now into $5. All right. Now, Gator, what do you like? Look, I think uh, Skiffy Austin Dunkel probably should be a lot closer together in the market than, than what they are. Um, I guess we'll find out soon enough. But Skiffy Austin held his ground in the, in the derby. Uh, he had a task in the Vars prior to that. He sort of wasn't given much hope. Um, he still easily beat a key rival. Got to be savvy. Uh, back a notch here, back in trip. Uh, Dunkel couldn't have won much better. It was a very wet track, though, weaving through. Ran good time, you know, relative to heavy track uh, in the age group, etc., etc. He beat a key rival. He's a legend. They thrashed the fourth horse. Interestingly, that fourth horse was Highland Hill. It went to Maui and ran third to Gotta Be Savvy. So it's easy to, to tie the form in, you know, if you look uh, deep enough. And there's he's a legend. So, yeah, I'll be interested how this plays out. One, two, three, five. Okay, one, two, three, five from Gator. Mark Hunter, how have you assessed the uh, Grammar Classic? I think they're two hopes, Sean, the top two. Um, I'll go just with number two, Dunkel, who trialled terrific before that debut win at the Valley. It was a lovely ride there. Night you couldn't hook out, and he picked his way through the field, but just roared up the straight. Looks like 2,000 metres will be ideal, and it just might have enough improvement in it to beat number one, Skiffios, who's a good horse. Uh, ran well first up in the Guineas, set a task second up, and then too keen, a mile back in the derby, and didn't finish off. Now, it's a much easier race. Probably falls down to the rail, picks its way through to Zara. It's a big danger to, to um, Dunkel for sure. Take your pick after that. Number five, he's a legend. Looks the leader, so it's third pick. And maybe three, got to be savvy. Might be the best at 2,000 metres of the rest of them. But 
Two hopes for me, two and one. I'll go two, one, five and three. Two, one, five, three, Mark Hunterdino. I suppose things are interesting races when you've got a horse like Dunkel on the up and others that have raced in group races coming back. Yeah, and last year, Sean, it, was, it looked a terrible race on paper going into it, but the Amazonian won it, and she came out and run a South Australian Phillies Classic and a Pinker Pinker, and uh, Station 1 ran third, and he won the Kyneton Cup last week. So, yeah, with time, these horses can certainly keep developing, and I think Dunkel was a really good win on debut. Relating that heavy track win to a good track today will be the query, but looks as though he lead up the 2,000 metres and I think he's the one to beat. I thought Gotta Be Savvy's win on Monday was quite good. As Gator mentioned, he was no match uh, in the Vars for Skiffios, but a bit better ground at Moe the other day and he, he went okay and just on the back up here. Skiffios, I'm sure he's a better big track horse, but he's so well graded here, he's right in the mix and uh, he's a legend who might take up the running here and give a good sight for a long way. Uh, two, three, one, and five. Two, three, one, and five from Dean Lester. One, two, three, five from Gator. And two, one, five, three from Mark Hutter. The third today is the marathon over 2,540. Where's the money here, Jamie? Well, Cosy, we have a new favourite in this race, and that's now the one in Port Phillip. was $2.50, now into $2.40, and as I mentioned at the top of the show, is one of the best-backed runners of the program, taking over favouritism from Kissinger, who's now out to $2.70. So I'll just go back to the two Noble Heights, was $9, now into $6.50, so has also been seeing some support. The four in Royal Crown has remained pretty solid at $7.50, and the Awesome Sun is the best of the rest in terms of support at that $13 price, but more so to run a place at $2.50. So a new popular favourite here, Cosy, in Port Phillip. All right. Now, Mark Hunter, I spoke with Julius Sandu during the week, and he mentioned that Port Phillip after the Bendigo Cup, when he got him home, he was reaching out to take the boots off his front legs. He almost climbed over him to get his head in the feed bin. That's always a good sign after a race. Yeah, I think it should have won the Bendigo Cup, Sean. It spent the first sort of four or 500 metres in a bumping deal trying to hold its spot one off the fence, and that can't have been advantageous towards the finish. You've obviously got the high emotion format of the race. I know it goes up to the 60 kilos against Kissinger, and I know it's on dry ground, but I think Port Phillip's flying, and I think it will be too good and win the race here to beat number three Kissinger. Just failed last time, better off at the weight. I think it's the only danger. Then take your pick, four Royal Crown, ducking and diving and running on, and six ideal miss with no weight going forward, getting a good run. But two hopes, keen on Port Phillip to win. One, three, four, and six. One, three, four, and six. Dino, what do you reckon? I agree, Sean. I think uh, Port Phillip, that uh, was costly early in the Bendigo Cup, and he ran really well, and he's not uh, well off at the weights in comparison to Kissinger, but he's a winner, and I think around Cranbourne, he'll have the tactical advantage as well. That's the other thing. Uh, I think Kissinger's a better big track horse, but uh, he'll stay the trip. Uh, but I think Port Phillip can win to beat Kissinger. I put Nobel Heights in for third, getting fitter, getting onto dry ground and finding the front. And Idea Miss is going to get a beautiful run here with the lightweight, and she can certainly get into the placings. But uh, I think Port Phillip, uh, he's just in such good form that he can uh, do it again. One, three, two, six. One, three, two, six. Katie, you'll probably be running around Port Phillip tomorrow. Slowly, yeah. <laughs> but... um. Look, uh, this is a, a really intriguing uh, race, um, given the relative weights of it. You know, some don't believe in weights, others um, pin their hopes on it. And then after the race, they tell you conclusively, um, you know, that one, you know, if there's a result one way, then that's um, forever and a day, the end of the story. And what we have to factor in is that each athlete's different, 
And so, you know, and the distance ranges as well. So Port Phillip was too tough for Kissinger two runs ago, but a five and a half kilo swing is not insignificant by any stretch of the imagination. I just think Port Phillip might be a little bit stronger the last 100 metres, that's all. I think Kissinger, maybe the 2400 is about as far as he wants, but look, there's nothing between them. I think Noble Heights is the, the big improver back on dry ground. Uh, now the rain's sort of missed mostly, um, and the awesome sun has run well up to 2400 or 2380. So he's in the game, but um, again, I'll be really interested to see how this plays out um, post race. I've gone 1325. One, three, two, and five from David Gately. So Dino likes one from three, two, and six. Gator one from three, two, five, and Mark Hunter one from three, four, and six. Seventeen past eight. RSN nine two seven. The Melbourne form panel.